From the Rome News Tribune, January 27th, 1983. Somerville, Georgia. A tearful Charles Scudder, his companion's bullet-ridden body nearby, was shot when he ignored orders to remain seated and began moving towards his friend, witnesses testified at a preliminary hearing Wednesday. The witnesses said before his fatal move, Scudder, whose hands were tied behind his back, said wearily, I asked for all of this. The victim reportedly had opened his home to his eventual slayers, shared his homemade wine as the group shared a crude form of drug known as Tutalu. The killings and robbery at a remote castle-like home known as Corpsewood Manor were described by Joey Lavon Wells, 19, and Teresa Lynn Hudgens, 18, as they testified at a hearing before Somerville Justice of the Peace Ralph Brown. Death penalties faced. The hearing continued today to determine if Kenneth Avery Lawrence Brock should be bound over to the February term of the Chattooga County Grand Jury on murder charges. A second preliminary hearing is set today for Samuel T. West, alias Tony Wells West, 27, also accused in the slayings. West and Brock face a possible death penalty for the slayings of Scudder, 56, a former Chicago medical school professor, and his companion, Joseph Odom, 37. Scudder and Odom, whom police have described as devil worshippers, built their house, which they called Corpsewood Manor, in the forest near the Tryon community several years ago. Officers searching it after the slayings found a library on the occult, emblems on occult worship and paintings on homosexual subjects. Wells, who is West's nephew, testified he, West, Brock, and Miss Hudgens went to Corpsewood Manor to get free wine. Scudder and Odom were known as winemakers, police said. Wells said Scudder greeted them and they sat down in the pink room of their guest house, drank wine, and sniffed Tootaloo, which he described as a mixture of varnish, paint thinner, and other stuff in a plastic bag. A way of life? Wells said Brock later left the guest house on the pretense of getting more tootaloo and returned with a rifle and subsequently pointed it at Scudder and said, Boom! The witness said at that point he and Miss Hudgens went to their vehicle, but after it would not crank, returned to the building, where they watched Brock tie and bind Scudder and overheard him asking the victim where he kept his money. When Avery started tying up Scudder, I said, Avery, you don't need to do this, said Wells. He said, this is just a way of life. Wells said Brock later left the room with the gun, apparently to get Odom. Then... Avery came back with the rifle and said, Let's go in. I got him, Wells testified. Wells said the five went into the main house where they found Odom's body. Both witnesses said the group then went into the library, where Scudder, 
bound and gagged, was pushed down on a couch and the two suspects started ransacking the house. Finish him off. I believe he, Scudder, was scared, Miss Hudgens testified. He was saying something, but I couldn't understand what it was because he had the gag in his mouth. I believe he was crying, too. He said at one point the two removed Scudder's gag and asked for a soldering iron or a clothes iron to torture Scudder, but Scudder told them the house had no electricity. Scudder asked us if we were all right, and I said yes, but that he should just do what they want. Well said. Both witnesses testified that after West stopped questioning Scudder, the bound man stood up from the couch and said, I asked for this. The witnesses said West told Scudder to sit back down, but Scudder just kept moving towards Odom's body, and then West shot him, at least twice, in the head with the rifle. Miss Hudgens testified Avery said he'd finish him off because he was in pain. She said she covered her eyes while Brock used a pistol they'd found in Scudder's desk to shoot Scudder between the eyes. Wells testified a second round of shots were fired into Odom's body because the defendants felt he was still breathing. Wells said he helped West and Brock load brass, silver, and jewelry items into pillowcases from upstairs and took them outside to Scudder's jeep. He said his uncle warned him and Miss Hudgens to keep quiet about the killings or they would be killed. West and Brock also face a murder charge in the shooting death of Kirby Phelps of Jacksonville, Florida, a naval lieutenant whose body was found December 15th at an Interstate 20 rest stop near Vicksburg, Mississippi. A statement by Brock, read into the record by Chattooga County Sheriff's Investigator Tony Gilliland, said West shot the lieutenant and they took his car, abandoning Scudder's Jeep. They pawned Scudder's possessions in Texas, then got into an argument, and Brock hitchhiked back to Georgia, where he phoned his mother and was arrested. Surrounded by the Chattahoochee National Forest is the former site of a brick mansion, now lying in partial ruin. Hand-built in 1977 by Dr. Charles L. Scudder, a retired professor at Loyola University in Chicago, and his partner, Joseph Joey Odom, the mansion served as the couple's dream home until their deaths. In December of 1982, the pair were gruesomely murdered, along with their two bull mastiffs, as a result of an attempted robbery by two acquaintances, Avery Brock and Tony West. During the ensuing investigation and trial, fueled partially by a local media circus, a mythos evolved in which the victims were vilified as evil devil worshippers, drawing from Dr. Scudder's interest in the occult and the pair's open homosexuality. Despite having been very well liked in the community by those who knew them, the horrendous mythos continues to this day, and many locals still refer to the area as Devil Worshippers Mountain, and claim that taking a brick from the property will lead to being cursed for life. A narrow gravel drive, unmarked after all these years, leads to the site of forgotten history in the woods. Following a turn marked by a large stone with a cross and bearing the initials C.W. in spray paint, pilgrims to the site pass through the forest via trail before arriving at the ruined remains of the couple's mansion. Though a fire destroyed much of the manor's non-brick elements in the mid-1980s, much still remains intact apart from the main house. The homestead's original outhouse, well room, and gazebo, still rising from the middle of the North Georgia mountains, suggesting the squandered potential not of devil worshippers, but two people 
who simply received no peace in death. Hey, Phantomaniacs, welcome to the newest episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where we talk about toys, movies, music, and all manner of pop culture dorkery. I am your host, Dave, and today is a very special episode of the Needless Things Podcast, where myself, Rad Ranger, and Ryan Cadaver explored the ruins of Corpsewood Manor. Uh, this was very cool. Uh, Ryan and I have been wanting to go to a spooky spot for quite some time to record. And this presented itself. We'll explain later on. Uh, we ha- I have a lot of audio segments that I'm going to edit together in what I think is the most entertaining way possible. And I actually have a special treat in the form of an interview with somebody who grew up uh, in Somerville in the wake of the Corpsewood murders. And the the thing that we have to remember about this, and, and it comes up a couple of times during the episode, is this happened in my lifetime. Uh, this is not some ancient history. This is not some, like, 1800s witch hunt stuff. This happened in the early 80s, uh, which makes it, to me, much more impactful and, and chilling and horrifying uh, that a, a town got caught up in this kind of horror, you know, in, in the span of my 41 years. Uh, but one of my co-workers actually grew up there, and... I had a brief opportunity to interview him and record him before work one day because it just so happened that I, I mentioned going out to Corpsewood Manor because it was a memorable event. It was a big deal uh, to us, to, to me and Ranger and, and Ryan. And I just happened to mention it to, to one of the guys at work that I talked to frequently and he grew up there and, and had just a few minutes to, to talk about growing up in the, the shadow of that horror. So uh, here is Andy sharing uh, just a little bit of the legend of Corpsewood. All right, so anyway... Yeah, no, your perspective on it as somebody from there yeah, with, like, an actual story. And I and I'd had heard about it, you know, whenever I was a kid and stuff like that, and about the two guys who got murdered up there. Yeah. And uh, like I was saying, a friend of mine in high school, his dad was a sheriff back when that murder had taken place. And uh, he had a, a lot of Polaroids from the crime scene and all that kind of stuff. Holy shit, and really? I remember being over at his house and looking through the stuff and... And I mean, it was legitimate, you know, police crime scene photos from the Whoa. stuff. And um, you know, hearing a story about what happened, I think there was a book. There's a book out uh, mm-hmm. about that murder. And um, I guess you saw the, the little pond up there full of uh, the car mats and all that kind of stuff. On well, the we I don't know how it looks now. Up there. It's uh, that was 20 years ago. I mean, it was for it was way out. You know, it's it's off. The road, and you drive oh, yeah. down. Oh, yeah. You drive down one road that you're like, "This is the shittiest road I've ever been on." And then you turn on to the next one, and you're like, "Oh, it gets worse." Uh, yeah. And those two, uh, there are those two stones, you know, that mark where you go up there. Yes. 
where the, the those were spray painted back when you were there? Because that, uh, yes. that would have been what, like twenty, twenty five years ago. Yes, that was mid mid to late nineties. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> so that was all spray painted, and then we yes. went we went like way out, and because uh, we did it in the middle of the night, it was it, well, it was like ten o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's pitch black out in the woods, and. Uh, you know, this this is how dumb we are. We're looking around, and, you know, we've got flashlights and headlamps and all that kind of shit. <laughs> yeah. And you look out in the woods, and there are these little silver dots on the trees. Mm-hmm. Like, just very, like, clearly pointing out trails or whatever. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And, you know, we didn't think it was, like, ghosts or anything, but we were just like, that's weird. What is that? And we had to look it up to see that that's something deer hunters use yeah. to mark out, you know, getting out to their trailers, trails or whatever. Um, but like, so you grew up with that. Yeah, I grew up, and that's in, uh, I believe that's Chattooga County right there, up at Trine and Somerville right there. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, I grew up just south of there in Lafayette. Okay. Wow, I'm about just south of there, like five minutes south of there. So, wow. Um, you know, so it's wild. Going up there, and we, we would go up there as, as, as kids and, and party, you know. And, yeah. Yeah, and they still do. We actually passed a carload, really? like going back. That were on their way out there. Um, there was well, on the way up, there was just one dude in this old sedan <laughs> driving away, and we we're like, okay, that was a little weird because you know I we we figured you know any spot like that is is probably going to have you know people partying and stuff because it, but it was Wednesday night we didn't expect to see anyone and uh, we were out there for I think it was probably close to midnight when we were leaving and there was this big ass truck and then another car just full of kids headed out there when we were going back well then it, it hasn't changed a bit <laughs> in 20 in 20 plus years well, and all that stuff was spray painted and stuff like that I mean that was a hangout way before you know before you were going out there. there. What was there like was there any kind of taboo about it at all as far as like people don't talk about that place or I mean aside you know, obviously kids don't care, but as far as the grown ups? Mm, no, I didn't hear a lot of it from grown ups. Um, all the grown ups you know, once I got old enough and I started going up there then I would ask start asking grown ups about it. And then you know like I'd ask my grandparents or something. They'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember when that happened. And then they would have their take on it, you know. Right, right. Because, the you know, the big thing was, you know, they, why were they killed? They, they were up there making drugs. Were they, you know, there's a couple of uh, gay guys that were up there. Right. All this kind of stuff. So you start hearing all these crazy stories about, you know, what was going on. Yeah. We, the, the, the over, when you look it up online, kind of the big thing is that they were, they were Satanists, like that, that, that was kind of a, a thought that was out there. Right. Um, yeah, I've heard that. Cause they had a lot of, uh, like gurgles and stuff like that around. And it's hard to tell. And some of the, a lot of those photos that I saw and stuff like that, you could really get an idea of what the place really looked like. Yeah, we, we found a couple online that were like pre when it all fell apart. Yeah. But there's, there aren't a lot yeah. of it like actually looking like a You're home. the first person that I've ever heard mention it other than people up there. Right, right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's on, uh, there's a website called Atlas Obscura that has like weird places like that for every city in the world. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the top spots for Georgia. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 
Well, that, man, I would stand here and talk to you for an hour, but obviously we can't do that. <laughs> so I appreciate your few minutes of talking, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that was a long time ago. I wish I could remember more about it. Big thanks to Andy uh, for taking a few minutes of his valuable time. He was he was on his way out, and I had just gotten there, which is why our time was so limited. Uh, and, and, you know, maybe at some point I can sit down with him and, and sort of revisit it a little bit and follow up. But for now, it is time to get into the actual trip out to the Tryon-Somerville area. The... I don't want to call it an investigation because I feel like that's too strong a word, but the exploration of Corpsewood Manor and then the trip back home afterwards, which, uh, you know, I'm, uh, we, we, unfortunately, the voice recorder, the brand new voice recorder that has performed flawlessly except for when we arrived, uh, at the entryway to Corpsewood Manor, um, for whatever reason, it shut off after just a couple of minutes of us talking about uh, our beliefs and, and faith and, and whatever, you know, uh, sort of a, a curiosity about the supernatural and, and how seriously we took it all. And not only did the recorder shut off, but that there is no recording there. It should have been recording number four, but recording number four is something else entirely. And I, I checked and double-checked the recorder each time that I started it, so... And I'm not trying to necessarily attribute that to anything spooky or weird or crazy, but there was no reason for that to happen. And we just happened to be discussing belief in bigger things than humans are aware of at the time. So, you know, I, I don't know. Anyway, the conversation is going to start on our drive out to the Somerville Tryon area, and here it is now. We're on the road, we're driving, and we are headed to a place called Corpsewood Manor, located in Somerville, Georgia, although it's also very close to a place called Tryon, which I think sounds creepier. That sounds really, really creepy. So I think we go with Tryon. And uh, in the car, first we have our pilot, Mr. Ryan Cadaver. What's up? Uh, in the back seat, middle feet on the hump, Red Ranger. That's where I like to ride. And, of course, I am Dave, a.k.a. Phantom Troublemaker, a.k.a. Dum Dum, who thought it would be a great idea to go to a spooky place at night to record a podcast. Oh, I think it's a genius idea. This is brilliant i got a fancy flashlight that has multiple modes <laughs> so i got a hip pack it's gonna be awesome so ryan you and i have been actually talking about doing this for a couple of years now yeah yeah so i've been really really excited about this i'm glad we made it work because october is always crazy yeah and it's a like it's a tough time to be doing something like this because the pro the problem with this sort of thing is yeah, for me, anyway, I want to do a podcast like this to go up in October. Yeah. Because uh, sure. it's not, you know, we don't do a horror podcast. We do a pop culture podcast, but yeah. we focus more on horror in October. But the problem is, you don't really think about it until maybe September, and Dragon Con shit's going on. So it's like, oh, fuck, we've got six weeks to figure out 
a place to go with our busy ass schedules that never coordinate. Well, and the other the other issue is like a lot of these places you can't just get in. Right, and that's that is the other issue is you've basically got three types of what you know if you go online and and you know i'll leave it up to the listener as to what your idea of haunted or spooky or whatever the case may be is but when you go online and you look for haunted places or potentially haunted places you've got like hotels which you know obviously you can just make plans to go stay in a hotel no big deal uh and there's a place in savannah that i still want to check out where you can do a special, like, overnight investigation type thing with a group of people. That would be awesome. That I think would be really cool. Uh, and then you've got places that everywhere just said, oh, security all the time. You can't, like, there's an insane asylum in, I think, Centerville. Mm-hmm. That I so badly want to go, but they don't let people in. Yeah. So it's like, I fucking take it offline. I don't even want to know about it. Yeah. If I can't go in, it's like, the you, you can drive there and look at it from half a mile away. Like, that's that's it. So And, and the other thing is, like, there's a lot of places that um, you can get access to, but you will go to jail if, if you're found. Right, right. Like, you can get into them, but if somebody finds you, you'll be in and, trouble. And 20 years ago, I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I did that, yeah. But... Hell yeah. You know, now... Well, not 20 years ago. It would have been 10. <laughs> right. When I was, Dave and I, 20 years ago. When I was younger and had, you know, no responsibility whatsoever, that would have been fine. But now, you know, I can't be doing that shit. Uh, well, none of us. We've all got jobs and stuff. Yeah. You know? Responsibilities. Yeah. Like, i got to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, right, right. You can't call. You can't call in from jail. <laughs> hey, so I was trying to investigate a spooky place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like Scooby-Doo, and uh, so we got busted. No, no, it wasn't a ghost or anything. No, no, it was just the cops. Yeah, so I'm in jail. Yeah, that wouldn't be a good conversation to have with your boss. No, not at all. And then the other kind is the place, and and these are very, very rare, the spots that, you know, people talk about, and they're like, oh, yeah, this is pretty cool, and you can just go to with no trouble. And this Corpsewood Manor is one of those rare spots, perhaps unique in Georgia, because I, I, I couldn't find anything else that, that had this kind of accessibility and reputation. No. no Ryan no. and I went to one last year, but they put a middle school on it. Which, oh, yeah. Which, in a way, is even creepier. Yeah. 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 Um, At least for the more. kids that saw you guys walking around, I guess. <laughs> We're looking for where the Satanists were. Yeah, there was uh, an area over in Snellville that there was a lot of mystique surrounding back when uh, Nathan Hamilton and I were in high school in those areas. I feel and, like uh, I feel like the ratio of places that Satanists used to hang out and the ratio of actual Satanists is very off. Oh, yeah. They, well, they got around. Yeah. yeah they, they got moved. around. <laughs> Apparently. Yeah, they yeah. According they, to the story. They, yeah. they, 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 they were Satanists everywhere. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd run into more Satanists in like. Wow. Yeah. So how how did we happen on this place? You found it, right? Yeah. Um, so I posted a, uh, a, a post about like you know, hey, we're looking for a haunted location to do a podcast at, but it has to be a place that we will not get arrested for, and a place we can actually get access to. And everyone did exactly what I expected them to, and just ran random places, named off a whole bunch of places right. that we could never possibly right, get right. into. And uh, the internet our, is like. It, it's simultaneously the most and least helpful resource yeah. ever. 
And but the one place that kept popping up was Corpsewood Manor. That was a legitimate place that we could go and not go to jail. Right. And that's when you you sent me uh, you just sent that me that name and I immediately thing, yeah right. yeah immediately like looked it up and uh, it just seems really cool. It's got the pictures were great. The the story which I will have to relate in the opening of the show because yeah. I I, I want to actually read it out so everybody will, will get a feel for it. Uh, but it's it's a good spot. Like, it's an amazingly good spot. The only thing bad about it is it's going to take us, like, three hours to get there. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but you know, that's okay. It's an, it makes it more of an adventure. Yeah. If, we, if we were driving five minutes away, I don't think it would feel quite as significant. Right. Well, yeah, like, somebody suggested, uh, like, I think, Memorial Tattoo, which would be cool. Like, apparently that building is haunted. But it would just be kind of weird just driving like twenty minutes down the right, road. Right. Like, oh, we're at this tattoo shop that we've already been to, and it's cool. Yeah, that wouldn't be nearly yeah. as fulfilling. Yeah, it'd be more convenient. But... Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, we, which granted, we if if this had not come together, that's probably where we'd be. Yeah. Recording right now. <laughs> For sure. Uh, so, all right. I just wanted to get a little bit right here at the top of the trip we're driving and we're in the car so i don't want to i don't want to keep our pilot distracted for too long because we're in we're in some uh backcountry roads right now a, a, a llama or something could jump out in front of the car at any moment never know or our goat man oh goat man. man i wish i hadn't even mentioned goat man. i am i goat man's terrifying yeah and we're gonna be in like we're gonna be in goat man territory oh why did I do that? All right, so we'll check back in in a little while, uh, a little further into the trip, and uh, we'll, we'll talk to you again shortly, listeners. Oh, that's it. Is that it? That's got to be Yeah, it. that's got to be it. <laughs> Uh, it says a narrow gravel. Uh, after going through a few sharp curves, look to the left for a narrow gravel drive. There are two large stone here side by side. Park here and proceed by foot down the driveway. All right. Okay, so. I don't know that it was ever recording. Was it? No, it was. It was. It was recording it initially. Uh, at some point, this just stopped recording. And one of the things. <laughs> One of the things that has been reported up here from other people who've come up here is that electronics uh, behave oddly, that things happen. And this is, this is no bullshit. Like, we're not up here to bullshit you guys and, and do some spooky-dooky crazy hour. Uh, you know, any, anything that happens here is legit. And, you know, I don't know why. I don't know what happened, but the voice recorder just shut down. And so I, I don't know how much we got of me talking about having having a, sort of a belief boy we were talking about believing in the paranormal and yeah, that, that thing, that shut, thing off. shut off is this the yeah. point where i talk about being a skeptic i don't know if that's a good idea or not no we need the skeptic <laughs> yeah. because here's here's one of the things that and i can't remember whether it was a movie or a book or whatever that presented it to well ryan you just sort of go back over um, what you were saying i was just saying like I, i'm like you like i believe that there's there's no like there's stuff out there that we don't understand and there's a lot of things i've experienced in my life Especially in my childhood that I know for a fact I cannot explain. Never have been able to explain. Probably never will be able to explain. Mm. Uh, so I do believe in the paranormal uh, to an extent. I, I do believe there's a lot of con artists and there's a lot of bullshit. Sure, sure. But I believe there is something. Uh, yeah, I'm not so arrogant as to think that I have enough of a grasp on reality. 
Yeah. To to be able to think for absolutely positively sure there aren't strange things yeah. out there. Uh, and and actually, we do want. I wish Arian was here because he's the ultimate skeptic. Yeah, he's the the mega mega. Skeptic, uh, right? And I'll, I'll I'll tell you guys this. I can't remember if it was a movie or a book or what that presented this concept to me, but the idea that. Like, let's say you go to a haunted place or a place with, with high spiritual activity or whatever. Uh, and the idea is that, you know, with skeptics, they have no foothold. But if you have people that believe, then they the, the spirits or whatever they may be have a way in, a way to operate. Because yeah. that belief gives them power. And that goes back to, you know, almost like what American Gods does, where... The belief of the people gives the gods more power. Yeah, uh, which is why more skepticism is good. So, so Sean, <laughs> um, tell us you're 100 percent skeptical. Yeah, I, and I'm that like, this is all a bunch of horseshit. I'm like 95. percent And you're skeptical. just gonna march up there and I'm just be gonna like, walk right up. Um, I so no, I was raised Catholic, and my family was Catholic light, but really, uh, for all intents and purposes, I've been an atheist uh, or at least an agnostic for my whole life. So I don't really have much of a belief in the supernatural. I think most things can be, there might be a complicated explanation, but it can be explained in a natural way. Um, but there are things that happen that I go, that's eh, really hard for me to explain. So that's why I say like I'm a 85 to 95% skeptic most of the time. Cause I also have a really active imagination. I can freak myself out really easily. And I'm spooked <laughs> really easily. So, um, yeah, so I probably as an adult, I lean more agnostic than anything else. Mm. I, I don't think that there's anything out there, but I'm open to be proven wrong. Right. Um, I hope I'm not proven wrong tonight uh, on this trip because that would suck ass. I mean, I kind of uh, hope you are. I mean, that's kind of why we're here. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> no, I, I, I want to go look at some fucking bricks. I don't want to see any ghosts. I don't, don't want to hear any spooky noises. I don't uh, want any of that. Yeah. I kind of do. I'm oh, not going to I, I, I love it. Um, I'm, I, I, I'm just as nervous as you guys, but I do kind of like hope we see some shit that well, is like I love the crazy. mythology and the lore. Of and then like the like rest of us, we're just going to sound crazy for the rest of our lives. <laughs> right. Us three. Right. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's going to be like, what? We saw I, some, I was I a am, non-believer and then some shit happened. I yeah. am here for the atmosphere and not for anything <laughs> that might exist in it. Right. Uh, see, I'm, but see, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm a believer, but I, like, I also want to see proof like i really do i i Real. used to and now i'm like oh, i'm okay yeah i don't i don't see, need, i'm not i don't like, need I, that yeah i i gotta know <laughs> like if there's aliens gotta, like i want to know oh no i don't <laughs> i'd rather not know yeah grays I've, I've got enough going on in my life <laughs> i don't i don't need that i don't need that business all right anything else before we head up there uh i got my sweet fanny pack yeah, I think, I think we're good. All right, then we will check back in on site. Left at this spot, look to the right. You'll see crumbling brick columns about three feet high. Red Ranger is wearing his raver fanny pack. I mean, this is definitely it. There's like water bottles everywhere. Creepy ass 
detritus of oh my gosh what is even that's so weird like somebody's family shit exploded Don't pick up the offerings to the spirits, please. Man, when I was ringing up to that gas station, there, I was kind of hoping the one would be like, "Do y'all go into Corpse Wood?" Yeah, <laughs> nothing but pain and suffering on that mountain. Oh my gosh. But she didn't. She was just like, that's two dollars. I'd have been like, we're going back. I kind of thought about like asking her about it. I did too. But, uh, at the same time, I didn't want there to be like, well, you're not allowed. You, I gotta call the cops yeah, now. Yeah, that's what I, I thought about that too. Cause the ambulance was out there too. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, it's one of those things that's like, it says on the side so and everything, it's cool to explore, but you never know what's happened recently or, you know, what. Right. Or if, you know, somebody trashed it or what. No, not really. No. <laughs> the lens is foggy. Stop recording for a little while. All right, Mr. Skeptic. All right. Head out. Fuck, why do I have to go first? Because you're the skeptic. That's bullshit. Oh, no, that's pretty good logic, actually. That's not logical. That's totally. Look out for all this. Never mind, those are wet leaves, not broken glass. Hang on. Uh, I want to make it known that we're entering this place with respect uh, and a spirit of investigation and discovery and that we have no intention of harm or of removing anything from these grounds. We are here simply to look around and check it out and have no ill intention whatsoever. I do believe Bob, if you're out there, just, you know, do that thing you always do. What thing? Yeah. And my grandfather. Oh. We have the same birthday. Oh. Story goes, the day he died, I woke up screaming in my crib. And I was screaming for my grandfather. Oh, wow. However, my parents are prone to yeah. exaggeration, so. I mean, I don't know, man. I think there's someone to that, like, uh... When my grandmother died, we, I remember very clearly we were all in the Mall of Georgia, and uh, we we bought tickets to go see the movie, and we were like walking up to the thing to go see the movie, and she turns around, cold like white face, and she's like, "We we have to go home." And at the time, my grandmother was living with us, and we went home, and she was dead. Oh, 
Ooh. And like it was like we were like we were pissed. We were like, why are we going home? Why are, you know what the hell? Right. We went home and the hearse was in the driveway. She was being taken away. Like stuff like that's happened to me my entire life, and it's like not to me, but like around me, and I've seen so much of that stuff that like it's hard for me not to believe. See, I can't say that I've ever really had any kind of experience like that. I've experienced a lot of deja vu, yeah, um, yeah. but nothing. What's your theory on deja vu? Do you have one? Uh, I mean, I I do think that in all likelihood, it's the brain kind of looping back on itself for just a moment. Yeah, like you're not literally experiencing the same moment. Out. Um, your brain's just kind of resetting for a second, or it's like a, a weird circuit loop that occurs for just a second. Mm-hmm. Well, the entire up anyway, because you remember everything from a third-person point of view, you experience it first-person. What? Yeah, I don't know that means. Usually you think of a memory and it's like you're watching a video of the events past. Like you're in the video? Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think that way either. Oh, oh you don't? Oh, well, that's how mine is. Well, that's because you're a homunculus. <laughs> you have to have a soul to be able to see <laughs> That's weird. I'm even, I'm even sitting here like thinking about what you just said and no. Yeah, you, so you, when you, re- when you think back and remember things, you see yourself in that memory. Yeah. Oh, wow. Dude, strongest evidence yet for the homunculus theory. There's a lot of... uh, So whose memories do you have? (laughs) Holy crap, it's like Blade Runner. Yeah, I'm a replica. Which, by the way, holy shit, I mean, it's long. I don't know if I've said that (laughs) before. The original, I mean... It's not that long, though. It's like right at two hours. Yeah, no, this... Which was for the time. I feel like was I don't know. I feel like they used to keep movies around like ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was unusual for them to be three hours. And well, yeah, more. three was definitely. Three was almost like that. Wasn't. Um, y'all keep an eye out for breaks. For what? Like big stacks of bricks. Yeah. Okay. I know it's a little further now, but that's how we're going to know. It's like not really marked. Oh, I got you. Yeah, they said we could walk for about 15 minutes. We walked for a while, and then we're going to see like the gate of the building. Okay. Yeah, there'll be a clearing on the left. What's left of it? Shit. There's nothing in there about that. Where the beer can Well, are. this looks like a path. Yeah. That looks like just... Yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. That's probably more evident during the day, which I think most people are smarter during the day. But yeah. Honestly, I'm, I'll, 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 cool. Like, yeah, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't necessarily feel like more of a man right now. <laughs> No. <laughs> My dick has never been so small. <laughs> I hit the up right next to my... Got it, got it. 
I thought you had a tool to curl that thing up to get it in those pants anyway. Well, that's, yeah. Like a like the thing that opens a sardine can. It's even worse now. Whoa. What the fuck? It did say to be sure for pond trees. Yeah. That's not a tree, that's a fucking pond. No, no, no that's so. water runoff, isn't it? Yeah. Clearing to the left. I think this would still count as woods. Yeah. For sure. Oh! What? Ooh. Oh! That's, no, that's it. It's gotta be, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, holy shit. Is that the yeah. best way up? No, I guess I so. worried about taking a picture. I mean, it said the, the ghosts are friendly. They, uh, you know, as long as you're respectful of their house, which apparently a lot of people have not been. But I'm not like, getting anything with this harp there. So this is it. We are here. This is Corpsewood Manor. I uh, mentioned at the top of the driveway, but I'm going to mention it again now. We have come here purely out of curiosity with nothing but respect for this property and anything that may reside here. 
We just want to enjoy this beautiful area and look and see what's here. So when uh, when we stepped onto this property, what did you guys feel? I definitely got chills because I've only seen pictures and seeing it in person is totally different. It's it's big. I mean, the feeling is big, and well, and the place is big. I hate it that the graffiti is all over the place. That's awful. Yeah. Um, I, wow. I, uh, I had a sense of relief. Like, as soon as we set foot on this... It feels peaceful. It doesn't it, feel... It like really it. does. There's nothing like I, no, I, it's more like just walking into a really old house. Yeah, it, it, there's, there's something here, um, you know, not necessarily a, a presence, but, uh, just, it doesn't feel like, as we were saying on the way out here, it doesn't feel like a pile of bricks. There's, uh, there's a, it has an, an atmosphere and a weight and a significance and a lot of beer cans. Man, this is crazy. It's like this uh, tree canopy over here because the tree's all on it. Yeah. Wow. Is this the entirety of it? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not, it's not huge. huge. Would have probably been gorgeous in a Tay Day. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's a big house. Well, and what's crazy, um, you know, this isn't this isn't like ancient. This isn't like the 1700s or something. Right. This this is the the early 80s, yeah, right? For sure. Is it? I didn't know. I for some reason I thought it was like no. Yeah. This this happened. You know, that's that's why I was a little a little more creeped out actually driving up here was uh, knowing that within my lifetime what happened to the men that lived here happened. Yeah, that's fucked. That's, that's really, like, really fucked. that's really the terrifying part. Yeah, me and, me and Nicole had a big discussion about that today and about how just horrific that was and about how it is shocking that that could happen in a fairly recent time. I mean, that's within the last... I don't want to go back years. there. No. What's going on back there? I don't know. It's just on wood. Oh. That's a fucking massive way over there. Yeah. That's a good way to disturb a snake or a spider or a... Yeah, I don't... Or a spider snake? Spider snake? I mean, if you had a German Shepherd, you could hunt it out. They're hunting dogs. What? There's a bottle I stepped on top oh, of the okay. Don't do that. Yeah. Alright, let's uh literally my response every single time I got scared of at the Jason thing too. Just what? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's it's my version of wow. Yeah. Uh zip that? Yeah. Thank you. Can you hold something? 
Alright, so that may or may not be some sort of beetle or something. Uh, I don't know if it picked up on the recording or not. Ryan, did you say you had a some kind of PKE meter or something? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> let me see if it's working now. Is it an app? Yeah. It was considered legit. I looked at a ghost hunting. Okay, okay. Alright, so. It makes it doubly legit. This is EMF. And EMF. Fan. That's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so as you can see, hold on. So it's at two, which is like a stable, uh, well, see, it goes out when you get like electronics closer to it. Oh, uh, okay. So it's supposed to pick up, um, electronic fields. What you're looking for is not steady, mm-hmm. like it is now. You're looking for it to fluctuate and jump up to red and jump back down very quickly. Okay. And that's when you know something's okay. Going on. So, um, let me ask you questions or whatever. Um, John, you got anything? No. Um, is there anybody here besides us? Are we welcome here? We're not going to drink or do any graffiti or anything. We're just going to hold up our goofy electronic devices. Yeah. If you could just light this thing up for us to communicate, we are peaceful. We don't want to destroy your beautiful house. Or not. We don't want to make undue demands of you either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh... How do you guys feel right now? I feel like we should head back to the car. Do you, did it get heavier? Like, do you feel not wanted right now? Uh, I don't know about not wanted. No. But I feel it got like, heavier, but that's also... I, mean, I, still, feel, I feel like there's somebody here, whether it's a person like this or something here with us. I feel like I'm at... Someone's house, which we are. Yeah, I was going to say we are. And it's that feeling you get when they're like, all right, well, nice seeing you. And, uh, right. I mean, there's also... There's also a giant tarp here. Yeah, I don't even want to touch that. No, no, you know what's... 
Yeah, there's probably a million bugs. There's a psychosomatic effect. Probably a lot of genetic material in there. Okay, so we came from right over there, correct? Yeah. Um, yeah, we gotta get back down over that to the path. What do you think that was? That was not an acorn. Uh, I think it was probably a leaf or moisture on a leaf. Or a leaf? That was, that was not a leaf. I've ever heard in my life. I think it fell on a can. Like something fell out of a tree on a can. A leaf fell and hit well, a can? Well, not a leaf, but, you know. Well, if it's damp, it's a wet, heavy leaf. Damp as shit out here. Kind of weird universe you live in with the giant leaves. Watch out, there's a drop right here. This isn't where we came up. Yeah, I I, I, I I could sense that we were close to it. Not like in an ESP way, I just... Right, right. right. Is that the clearing down there? I don't even know. I never saw something. I never like saw the what they were talking about. But we, yeah. I mean, we found it. Well, so it depends on the last time we were out here. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it's not like... Three, I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, that's... uh, that's, That was worth the drive. Yeah. This is really cool. I wonder what gives up the rest of this path. I don't... I, I'm sure it's just trees. Yeah, probably. Alright. That was cool. Do we want labeled on the Satanist after with the so fucked up. Right. Ooh. Right. The heck was that? That's where we almost went. Yeah. If it was right. loose gravel, it would have been orange. That's true. I learned that today, actually. The ways tells me. So, having visited a site that has a reputation for supernatural activity, I guess for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Now, Ryan, you've, so you've done stuff like this before. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I've done a few minor investigations, never had anything like crazy happen, but, uh, I've definitely done a few of these and I know, you know, kind of the techniques that the professionals, if you want to call them that, use, um, those guys on TV. <laughs> no, I've actually tagged along with a couple like actual like paranormal. No, no, I know, I know. But yeah. when you say professionals, that's what. Yeah, that's what you, you know. think of immediately. But um, yeah, I mean, I feel like that's a ch it's a chill place. You know, I think it's a really cool environment. I feel, I mean, I felt like there was something there. Like I felt, I mean, it could have been all nerves, but I felt like there was a presence there. Mm -hmm. But you know, not like a crazy poltergeist or anything. Right, right. <laughs> but it was it was one of the coolest locations I've been to. I mean, especially the work it takes to get here. Uh, it paid off, I thought. Yeah, the, uh, you know, this wasn't just drive down the street. No. This was navigation, uh, looking, you know, looking stuff up and paying attention. I can't imagine finding a place like this, like, prior to the internet age. No. 
step yeah, on that. Yeah, would be intense, but, like... Yeah, and I had looked at some things where people were having trouble finding it, but they were, like, from, like, 2001. And it was, you know, obviously, they had the internet, but it's not like everyone has a phone in their pocket, you know? Right. right. Free GPS and all that? Yeah. So, I, I, I read lots of stuff about How the How did we know? Oh, because that went around. Yep. And we're geniuses. That too. Didn't even need a hunting dog. <laughs> Didn't even have to have a German Shepherd. Didn't he say hunter dog? Hunter dog. Yeah. yeah. They're hunter dogs. They are. That's, that's the Alabama boy in here. That's hunter dog. <laughs> well, no, you're you're right. Yeah, hunter no, you're dog. you're right. It's not even. I'm. I'm yeah, hunter dog does sound super awkward. Now <laughs> I, I channeled Buck. Shonkward. Shonkward. No, Buck Shonkward. Definitely would have said hunting dog. Yeah, this is true. He would have known. Yeah. He understands what hunting is. I actually do not. Yeah, I feel like the payoff was great. Like, totally worth that it. That structure is really cool. And I gotta say, like, I, I kind of do feel like, yeah, the night visit definitely. Watch out, this is that yeah, freaking pond. Yeah. Uh, the night visit had more atmosphere. Yeah. For sure. But, well, and you know what, no, a, a, honestly, coming here during the day wouldn't even be worth it, because then, like... I don't think it would either, because, like, I don't think it would have, I don't think the adventure would have been there. I think it would have been extremely easy to find. Um, yeah, I think during the day, it's just a hike, yeah. right? You're just doing the Georgia Mountain. It's just a cool mountain hike with, like, a cool structure, but, oh my god, at night, there's so much presence. It just, it, it was... Shining the flashlight on that hill and seeing it for the first time? Yeah. That's, yeah, the unveiling. Yeah. That's that's the, the awe-inspiring part. there was like a, a pretty large portion of me today that woke up and was like, we might not find this place. Yeah. It's still going to be fun because I'm hanging out with my friends and we're going to have a good time. But I, there's a small portion of me is like, we might not actually find this place. Yeah, well, because the, the, the directions online are good, but they're vague. Right. And it could it could have gone wrong. We could have hit a fork in this trail and been totally screwed. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's once once we get a little further up the trail, I kind of started thinking about that. Yeah, is well, there's there's this fork right here. Like that, that if, looks like a if we if if we were younger and dumber, and any of the places where the trail sort of branches a little bit were less distinct, it would have been very easy to take a wrong turn. And as soon as you took a wrong turn, then you're you'd be lost. Yeah, yeah. And we have no service out here. No. Yeah, and it's really, really easy to get lost. And it's extremely it's dark, and we're all relying on stuff that's battery operated. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that are wrong, like stepping in a puddle when you're not paying attention. Yeah, if that's the worst thing that happens. <laughs> I will say I can totally see how a face like that gets robbed. Because if you're some dumbass redneck... Gets robbed? Well, yeah, because they, they were Let's robbed. watch the... Let's watch the epithets. What? I we can o- We can only see so far. Oh, yeah, you're right. Uh, but you can... That's true. Think, like... Yeah, oh, let's this, not be dumb. Yeah. Uh, this house would be easy to rob because it's way back here. So it's out of the way, it's an easy target. 
can. That guy's great grandson could be in the way. <laughs> well, that guy that we passed coming up here. Yeah, dude, that was. I mean, your voice carries a lot further than this light does. Yeah. yeah. I would never build a house out of here. No. Oh my gosh, a gnat just flew right up my nose and it's like crawling around. Holy well, shit. And there's this thing, you know. Well, I mean, you know, who knows? Everyone's situation is different. But I would never, I, I couldn't imagine being out of here. No. Especially, not this time. I'm assuming this town was kind of backwards at that time. Getting to a grocery store would take you yeah, there's absolutely no way. For for many, many reasons, yeah. there's no way I would ever live anywhere this isolated. But, I mean, this was supposed to be their retirement, you know? Yeah. Right. Like, that was supposed to be their retirement home. And it's, I mean, have you seen any pictures of it, like, prior? Well, I guess it's not prior, but it's... It's more, it's like of it fully built-ish. Yeah. 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 Because I actually thought, um, it's interesting, I thought it was going to be bigger. Yeah. Like, I didn't think there was going to be more left of it, but I thought it was going to be larger in scale. Yeah. Yeah. Or a larger footprint. Um. I watched no, a bunch I'm... of videos. This is about what I was expecting, but once again, like I said, just seeing it was... That's some people up there? Is no, it? Is that reflecting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the headlights are Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that was the one. I forgot we parked facing this way. That was the one thing I did not want to deal with. with people. Yeah. Honestly, I wonder if coming at night was the right choice. Actually, yeah, probably. You might have been really dumbasses. Like, let's go outside. Right. Yeah. And if people were here tonight, they're probably here at like eight at a reasonable hour. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like you gotta worry about crazy people, and then you gotta worry about just teams that are partying because that would suck just as bad. Yeah, yeah. And that clearly happens right there. A lot. She's odd to me. I man. Well, but it's it's a classic horror movie scenario, right? They went and they went and had a party in the old Myers house in that terrible Halloween movie. Alright, well we're back in the car, so we'll put a stop on this and pick it up again in a minute. Civilization. We made it out to. Oh yeah, we made it out uh, of of the area. We're still kind of in sketchy ground here, uh, but we did. Oh, there's a little light that tells me it's recording, so that's helpful. Uh, I. It was weird because when we first got there, like we said, it was kind of 
peaceful and almost reassuring, or at least that's the feeling I got. Yeah, for sure. It was like Sean, I think Sean said it was like kind of like a relief once we got there. Not, you know, it was just like, oh, like here it is. Like it's not something it was like, spooky. Yeah, like, it was like, well, it was, it was more than that though. It was more than it not being foreboding. There was definitely a, a level of comfort of, yeah, like an exhale. For sure. Uh, but then when you started asking questions, yeah, it felt a little tense. Yeah. And it, it got more so. And then there was some kind of noise, and who knows, maybe it was just something falling down. Maybe it was... Uh, I, uh, there was no reason, though, for us to feel anything negative at that point. Yeah. So I don't feel like it was our our own nerves no, acting up or anything. Fine, yeah. Uh, there was there there was a weird feeling. It was weird. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, we asked the question. You know, we we basically asked. You know, uh, is there? I recorded it. Oh, you did? Oh, oh yeah, okay. yeah. I recorded all that. Awesome. Um, I wonder if it picked up the noise. That's, that's I I hope that it did. Yeah. And it, and if it uh, if it's there at all, I'm gonna jack the amplitude up on that thing <laughs> like a motherfucker. So if if you're listening at this point to the podcast, here? bam! Right, right. <laughs> if you're listening at this point to the podcast uh, and that that got you, then uh, then good. I'm glad. But I I don't know. I will we'll we'll see how that turns out. We need to keep an eye out for the mile mark when we get back, right? Well, I think this just ends on the road. On that road, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because right. this is the road. We started a, walking. Yeah, yeah. Kids. I'm glad we... Uh, to be fair, if that's the only mistake we made, we did pretty good, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think we did for not yeah. being, like, map outdoorsy hiking people. Yeah, we did pretty good. We did really well. We were definitely... What we're we're definitely city slickers. Yes, oh, totally. Yeah. Like we're the opposite of yokels. Yeah. Whatever that is. I know that's a vine, but like when we were first pulling up through here, I was like, it's like, what if that's like one of those like pressure things that's like lets some crazy people in the woods know that we know that we're on the way. It could yeah. be because <laughs> it just looks like a tube in the road. Uh, so I currently. For the listeners, we are on a very, very like one car narrow, almost almost as narrow as the streets of Atlanta. Uh, dirt and stone. The stones are what's killing me. Is these these huge stones, like bigger than your fist, uh, in the road, uh, and a lot of gravel. Yeah, but definitely a, a sketchy ass road. Not when you want to go speeding down by any stretch. Well, no. you don't have to worry about that in my car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and th- this is the road that leads to the... I don't, I don't know that it's a drive. Watch out for that yeah. fucking giant uh, rock. Did we even... I, I mean, I assume we drove across that. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't that suck if we were... Like, now is when we lost our way. Now we're driving out. I can't... I think this no, because look, this is yeah. yeah, this is it. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Okay. Yeah. So now we are going, getting oh, back onto the, blink. back onto the main road. Safety first. Yep. It's almost big enough. The, two cars. Right. The main. Well, it is. I mean, it's it's this is this is a two lane road. Road. Um. And there are houses. But it. it's it is actually worse than the road that we were just on. It's worse than the road with the haunted manor on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, this is this road is fucking bullshit. Yeah, this road sucks. It, it is huge stone, loose stones and gravel. Yeah, I think this road's called the Narrows, but it's not the Narrow Road. Is this the Narrows or is this Black? This that was Black. Uh, oh, that was whatever Blackwater Road Black, or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Um. Black so, Springs Creek. Black Springs Creek. Creek. If anyone listening. Um, needs directions just hit one of us up because it's not that hard don't hit me up i am fucking terrible with directions <laughs> well hit me up because it, it's it's not hard but there's a couple things i think they could have added to the directions to make it easier if i had come out here by myself you would never have seen me again <laughs> which granted i mean we we're we're not in the clear yet so no. i mean you still may never see me. that that photo we took how's that we like Okay, so while we were out there, did you guys think about uh, we we should get a picture? Like, did it occur to you we should take a picture of us out here? And then did you think, no, we really shouldn't? <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I kind of wish we did. That was the, well, no, no. But while we were out there, did you think about it? And, like... I didn't think it was any kind of big deal because I took video and I yeah. took some pictures of things. Yeah. But when the idea occurred to me of like, oh, let's a selfie. Yeah, right, right. Well, let's get a picture of us. Uh, I was very uncomfortable with that. Yeah, I, I didn't really think of it. I was more in awe of the place. Like I was, I was like really like looking at it and kind of picturing what it was. Right. And it was really cool. Um, there, there's something to like. It would feel weird to take, like, to go to a cemetery and take a group photo or something. Like, there's. It's oh, not, I've never done that. It's not really no, but it's like there those places that you just think of as like you just don't do it here because it. No, I know, I know exactly. Right. What I mean. No, it's and like desecration. You're totally right. Like it, yeah. It's just, it's just out That's of place. That's a some, here. somehow permanently placing ourselves there yeah even in just a, a digital way or whatever yeah uh was was felt like a a bit too much yeah that's for sure that, that's not our place and so we can take pictures of it to experience it but to put ourselves in the history of it doesn't seem right uh, yeah it's not us yeah no and it was their place and um, unfortunately they were you know taken away far too early but it's also a place where they died so that makes it just kind of it, it's it's, tacky. it's not yeah it's not just a home it's it's uh you know depending on what your beliefs are about such things it's the resting place of their souls yeah and their dogs i know that about the dogs that's a bummer. yeah both of their dogs oh so so of course uh the last time i stopped recording right before we got into the car uh what what happened sean oh i thought i heard a dog howl and I, I didn't know this, but Ryan. Uh, well, so if you read this story, um, and, and I'm sure you'll specify more when you go through it in the opening. But yeah. when you read the story, uh, from what I understand, their two dogs were also killed uh, as they were both killed. So uh, during that attack. So, um, and like, I believe I read that uh, people have heard dog barking around there, like from people's accounts. I've been looking at blogs all day of stuff, so a lot of it's kind of mis- you know, matched sure, together. Sure, sure. But uh, I believe that there were accounts of people hearing howling, which this is far enough out and far away from houses enough that I don't really think you would be hearing somebody's dog unless it's a stray. Right. 
Which yeah, but it's, also, it's also not uh, abnormal out here to have like foxes and wolves. Yeah. Um, and lots of wildlife's been spotted yeah, yeah, out there, which was one of my original concerns. Uh, <laughs> like Nicole's like, don't get killed by a bear. I'm like, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, there's probably bobcat dripping outside. Hey, fellas. <laughs> what are you doing out here? I don't have to be fast. I just have to be faster than Sean. <laughs> uh, what was, you know, we didn't really talk about it beforehand because I think we were all pretty amped up and, and also just eager to get out there. Uh, before we made the trip, what were your, and, and I want to I wanna let the listeners know, I'm shaking because the road is shaking the fuck out of me, not because I'm, like, wired up or nervous or anything. <laughs> this is seriously, well, I'm sure you can hear it in the recording. This road is ridiculous. Uh, oh, let's talk about, because I don't know if, if I was recording at any point. Uh, before we get to, oh, private property, no I trespassing. That would have been nice to see before. I think it's for these woods on the car. Yeah, there wasn't no, any on no, my um, we are going the right way there, right? Yeah, we have yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, look. There's two cars. More, uh, more tourists. Possibly. More people going home. Oh, shit. These seem like tourists. That guy was in a truck, so he was smarter than us. And maybe going out there to party. Those yeah, those were, that last one was full of teens. Yeah. yeah those, like, and those cars seem nicer than what you would expect to see on this hill. And there's, uh, there's, is that an actual house? Yeah, we're passing a house now, so yeah. we're, we're back into the, there's oh, there's that dog. <laughs> that actual dog. Yeah. Oh, there's another dog. dog. Lots of, oh my gosh, there's a fucking ton of dogs out there. Well, that probably explains My it. son would be thrilled. <laughs> um, which by the way, I, I, I do want to say, uh, Phantom Jr. and Mrs. Troublemaker both wanted to come so bad, especially, like, Phantom Jr. wouldn't have made it to the gravel. Which, he is way braver than I was, because I wouldn't even have wanted to go when I was his age. No, yeah. Like, I would have been crying in the car. Uh, he wanted to go really bad, but Mrs. Troublemaker, like, this is this is even more her thing than it is my thing. Uh, but, you know, we'll we'll figure it out at some point. But I'm just, I'm, I'm glad that I was able to go would, and you guys were able to come out here. I would be willing to come back at some point. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I have a little picnic during the day. Be nice. Um, So anyway, before we get back to what we were thinking on the way up here, uh, let's talk about the nails. Yeah. Yeah, that was odd. Yeah. There were a bunch of trees that either had something nailed to them or that there were these reflective nails put in them. As they look like they're purposely reflective uh, because, they, I mean, the minute you shine the light on, the whole forest kind of lit up with these nails. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, there was some... I, at first when I looked at it, I thought it was just a weird moss patch, but then I noticed that it was actually like a, a, a white paint. On I, I'd like to state, for the record, that uh, I did not think for even one second that it was a moss patch. <laughs> A perfectly circular on all the trees. moss patch at the same height on all of the trees. Do I look like a fucking arborist? <laughs> arborist? Yeah. <laughs> Person that works on trees. <laughs> fucking tree doctor. Uh, tree smith. Wouldn't, tree I, smith? I, wouldn't it be more a mossologist? I don't know. That that would be uh, the moss per. But anyway. Abbott. Oh gosh, Ray there's Abbott. the creepiest fucking mailbox ever. Ray Abbott lives here. Um, disturbing sign as we see that pulling up on. Uh, yeah, 
so, but yeah, there were all, there were all these, and it was very specific spots. It wasn't all over the place and they were very line of sight from the path. Uh, and they were, they were all like, they weren't random. They were, they were a path themselves. Like they were going off in specific directions. It was, that was actually pretty creepy. And, and well, I guess go ahead and we'll go ahead and talk about our, our concerns coming out here. Uh, you know, my biggest concern was, I, I, I was more scared of, uh, as far as movie influences go, uh, Deliverance than Evil Dead. For sure. 100%. Uh, the only fear I had of coming out here really was, um, running into either crazy people, cops, um, some of that, even though it is apparently cool to check this place out or else we wouldn't have gone. Uh, guys, I can't. Oh, you need the GPS back, oh, huh? Yeah, we do, huh? I feel like I need to turn on this road. Apologize to the listeners, but we gotta, we're gonna figure out how the crap to get home from here. Can't find a road near departure point. That's good. Hmm. Do I have? Yeah, I've got GPS. Oh, here we go. Keep keep driving a little bit because it'll, it'll tell us to turn around if. Okay. I'm pretty sure this is the road, but I could be wrong. Yeah, stay straight on this. Perfect. Until we get to Spring Creek. Yeah. I remember that that intersection. Yeah, we're going to do 2.3 miles. Turn on East Spring Creek Road. Then after that, we turn left onto Butler Dairy. Thank goodness for offline maps. You're going to take a right. Oh, no, we should have gone on that other road. We should have? Yeah. But it's okay, because it connects. Okay. So you're going to take a right in 0.3 miles on Burton Road. Here, I'll turn on the sound. Oh, did yours have Mine has a... In a quarter of a mile, turn right onto Burton oh, Road. Oh, Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. So, speaking of reflective things, yeah, uh, yeah I was much more concerned that, uh, you know, uh, not even necessarily meth heads or anything like that, but just any fucked up people that might hang out out there and decide they want to fuck with, you know, people that yeah. that visit. Because the, the, as we were talking about, and I can't remember if, uh, if we recorded or not, but what happened here happened in my lifetime. Yeah. and Well, in Sean and mine's lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's reason enough to be uncomfortable. Right. Because, you know, people are still, I mean... Look, I, I, we're not going to get political, but look at our fucking president. Yeah. There are still plenty of fucked up people in this country who believe fucked up things. So, you know, two guys covered in tattoos and one guy with ridiculously tight pants on could get into a lot of trouble in the wrong part of town. Oh, yeah. We were getting looks at the gas station for sure. I mean, they were friendly people, I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We definitely did it. We weren't local. Yeah. Oh, See that? No, what? Uh, there's deer everywhere. Oh. To the right of us. I was just making sure they didn't jump out in front of me. 
I was like, man, if we if we see a ghost over here, that's just That'd ridiculous. Yeah, that's just silly. Wait, we didn't have to walk 15 minutes, right? We could have stopped in this neighborhood. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, man. There, some of the neighborhoods we passed. Yeah. Uh, or Dude, not neighborhoods, but like just some of the spots we passed coming that, out here. That one road with like that was like just straight up in the forest. Yeah, that was yeah. crazy. All right, so apparently there are things that hunters use that are reflective trail tags. Oh, okay. Okay. So I'm guessing that that's what those are, and that that's hunting. That makes sense. I'm assuming it's leading to like a deer stand or something like that. Probably. Right, right. Yeah. It was definitely, you know, but I was like, did somebody put this here to lead you to the manor? Because there's obviously some of that because somebody wrote CW on the on the yeah the rocks, the and, right? And they're not was, talking about the network arrows I, on. I thought that that was pretty creepy. I don't know why. Just like I don't know. I, 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 I really hated all the graffiti and shit. Even even the CW out there was like. Uh, it it took away from it a little bit for me. Yeah, but it's weird. Like I, how I wonder how long that that CW thing has been there because, um, like that's on every single site. From there is a lady with like a twelve year old boy sitting on her lap back there. <laughs> that's creepy, and it's eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> on a school night. But anyways, I, I I don't know. I just I felt like it was just. Uh, I feel like that's been there for a long time, like ever since they kind of rediscovered that property, maybe. Oh, so okay. Yeah, I don't the, now the, the graffiti. The graffiti was bad. Yeah, but I feel like that CW's been there for a long. You time. think so? Yes. Like almost like marking like this is where those two lived. Yeah, I mm. really do. Okay, so did we ever figure out the corpse wood? Yeah, we gotta figure that out. Yeah, I'll I'll have to look that up in the herb. Red Ranger, you're our Let me see if I can find out. master of resources. But yeah, that my biggest concern was actually locals. And and I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I had foreboding about actually visiting the property too, uh, because you know my my lifetime of horror movies and my uh, open mindedness, shall we say, uh, definitely. You know, there, there's so many things. Okay, let's say we get out there, and there there is some crazy, inexplicable noise, like more dramatic than what we experience, like a oh, get out, you know, something <laughs> that would have been how like it would have been funny at first, and then terrifying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, like oh wait, shit. <laughs> right? This where did that really come happening. from? <laughs> oh shit, it's a, it's just goofy, but it's still a ghost. What? I'm still scared, but, but like it's funny. You know, imagine if something something did happen. If someone and, hadn't grabbed one of us, or oh my gosh, in our ear, like yeah, that would or be. or if we felt the need to run from something and went in the wrong direction, or fell over something, or into something. I mean, that big. Uh, oh my gosh, my window just rolled down. <laughs> <laughs> um, if. Uh, You know, there's all kinds of, even supernatural or not, there's all kinds of calamity that could have yeah. occurred well, for three, you know, city bozos wandering around in the woods. Yeah. I thought about that a lot today, and that was one of the things I was most nervous about, was just like, 
God forbid somebody slips and breaks their leg. Right. Or, like, we're going to be so we'll, far out in the We'll come back for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah, I, I thought about that, and I'm sure that's what uh, Mrs. Troublemaker is more concerned about than anything. Oh, yeah, that's for is sure. Nicole's one, of these, one of these three idiots is going to get hurt or, <laughs> no, have a, right or, or like, somebody's going to fart the wrong way and have a heart attack or... <laughs> Something, something is gonna happen. Yeah, purely mundane. And we're so far away from everything. It would be a pain. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, some weird stuff happened. The the uh, recorder shutting off. That was strange. Yeah, that was a little weird, and it, it has not done it again. Uh, so. I don't know what that was, and there was no reason for it to do it. And the camera, I'm interested to go and look at the footage I got with my video camera because it it seemed to fade in and out in a really odd way. I don't know what was going on. It was like the lens. You couldn't get anything out of it, really. Yeah, it was like the lens was fogging up, but you know that, and that happens sometimes with electronics, like with your even with a cell phone. If you go from a a cool interior to a hot, humid exterior, it'll happen. But eventually it clears up, and here it seemed to to keep happening. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm I'm interested to to download that and see what it looks like. For sure. Yeah. Uh, and then I got I think a lot of really good stuff with the cell phone camera. We'll see how that turns out. Nice. Uh, but yeah, just it, it was it was very. It was kind of what I expected it to be, but at the same time, there was an inexplicable something once we got on the property. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, All right. Definitely any uh, any other thoughts for right now? We may we may record again in a little bit when we're a little closer to home. Uh, I found out why it's called Corpsewood Manor. Okay. Uh, according to one site, the house was dubbed Corpsewood Manor in honor of the way the surrounding trees looked when Scudder and Odom arrived that winter. Oh, wow. So they so did name it. Was it. Called, uh, so it was called Corpsewood, yeah. Oh, that's somehow heavier. Yeah, it is. Like, it's less it's less messed up, but the fact that it's not just some stupid name they gave it because somebody died there makes it yeah. it's a lot cool. much more significant. Yeah, yeah. and... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. According to lore, the final words of Charles Scudder were, I asked for this when uh, he was murdered. Well, I, all right. How would anybody know that? Yeah, uh, because they caught the guys who killed him. They're still in prison. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. They're still they're still in prison up around here. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently, they were one of them was romantically involved, or said to be romantically involved with. Uh, I think it was Charles, and um, was uncomfortable with it, and so was familiar with the area from hunting in the area, and so uh, came up for under the pretenses of coming up to hang out and party and then instead decided to rob a place and shot I thought there were two guys involved in that there's two guys yeah okay. but one of them was apparently romantically involved with Scudder yeah they're said to be and we're definitely going to have to like look up some stuff yeah I'll, a lot of I'll cover all that in the, yeah. the intro we'll, we'll get more in depth alright well that's uh, that's it for now So that is it. It was very interesting to go out there. Uh, I, I can't emphasize enough how 
absolutely pitch black it was out there and how you know we we talked about being much more concerned about sort of the human element or the just environmental dangers than any actual paranormal things and i mean we didn't experience anything paranormal while we were out there but it was definitely just unnerving uh, regardless of your belief in the supernatural, the fact that something so horrific occurred on that site uh, carries with it, I think, a psychic weight. Uh, just the knowledge of that going in. Now, if we didn't know the backstory to that place, uh, it still would have been creepy and spooky, but I don't think we would have had any expectations, you know, about anything particularly uh, supernatural happening. But it was a heavy place, and if you're local to Georgia, I definitely recommend you go out there. Like I was saying, the graffiti and the beer cans and the tarp covered in semen were a little disheartening and took away from some of the mystique, but it's still worth the trip out there if you can find your way. Uh, don't ask me for directions, because I'm terrible with directions. I can't even get to the local library without help. Uh, Ryan Cadaver is your man, so hit him up on Facebook. Uh, follow the Casket Creatures on Facebook. Obviously, join the Needless Things Podcast Facebook group. And I really hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. I would love to do more uh, on-location type stuff like this. Uh, I hope you found it as engaging as we did actually making it. Uh, so this was a special episode. Hope you dug it. And now stay tuned for a special bonus feature. This is not something I do very often, but I think you guys will enjoy it. We recorded a little something extra on the way out to Corpsewood Manor. Uh, if you are not familiar with Dr. Elmo Sings the Booze, go out, buy it, find it, download it, uh, lime wire it, do whatever you have to do. And here is, uh, they've never heard it before, Ryan Cadaver and Red Ranger's reactions to Dr. Elmo Sings the Booze. I was lying in my casket late one night When I thought I'd go out for a little bite So I prowled around the empty street Till I heard a wild and twangy beat I shuffled in and gave a yell Allow me to introduce myself Redneck Jack Direct from Transylvania Redneck Jack Kentucky, not Romania Redneck Jack is back and gonna track you down Okay, so I don't know where this is gonna end up in the world of the Needless Things podcast, but I have just introduced... Ryan Cadaver and Rad Ranger to, I don't know that I'd call it one of my favorite Halloween albums, <laughs> but it's a, it's, a Halloween it's, album. it's definitely a unique experience called Dr. Elmo Sings the Booze, which is by Elmo Stropshire, who created... Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. That's right. Only this is a Halloween album and not a song about mutilating your grandmother. <laughs> Uh, so I found this 
probably 12 years ago when it came out at Walmart. It was in that, you know how they do the big cardboard grid things full of seasonal CDs, oh, yeah. and it was like three ninety nine. Yeah, it was like three ninety nine or whatever. And I was like, I don't, I don't even know what this. I didn't know what it was when I bought it. <laughs> I just saw the cover, which was this little, uh, like hand drawing, like comic strip style pumpkin and maybe like an old guy and an old lady on the front. I don't, I don't remember exactly what the cover is right now, but it, whatever it was, it appealed to me in my, in my never ending quest for weird Halloween shit. Uh, I'd never heard of it. And if you don't know for the listeners, it's very much in the style. Well, nobody knows cause nobody's heard this, but me and my family and now, <laughs> no. and now these two, uh, it's all very much in the style of Grandma Got Run Over by the rain, by a Reindeer. Very, like, sort of provincial, heavy synthesizer, uh, simple, attempted sing-along type songs. And clearly this guy was inspired. <laughs> and clearly this guy ran out of that sweet, sweet reindeer money. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I gotta go back to the well. But um, it, and he ran out of lyrical ideas after a while. Maybe I should have kept this as like a single or something. Two or three tracks. Yeah, there there are a few tracks that don't land, but there are a few tracks that are I I genuinely love, like yeah. not even in an ironic way. Uh, but it opens with I think it's called Haunted Hillbilly Hoedown. Well, the first one's the oh red, first red, one's Redneck red Dracula, yeah, right, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, which is you know. It is what it is. What you got? When this thing started playing, because I had told you guys I had a treat for you. When this started, what were your initial impressions? It sounded to me like a par- like the the flow of the music sounded almost like a, a parody of the Monster Mash in a way. Right. Like it was something about the beat and the melody of the way he's singing. It very much sounded like he was like like doing the Monster Mash, but then all the lyrics were different. I was very confused. Yeah. <laughs> all of the songs sound like other songs. Yeah. Uh, and thematically, you're exactly like other songs. Um, the the first one, the Redneck Dracula, took me a minute to figure out what was Redneck about it, and then it progressively got more Redneck. Yeah, yeah he but, mentions going NASCAR and a mechanical bull, thro- right. throwing up all the blood he drank after riding the mechanical bull. Right. Yep. And, and the big Very Redneck girl, activity. Yeah. The, the big-haired girl with barbecue sauce in her veins instead of blood. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome, actually. I, it's it's possibly the best opening track this album could have had because it lets you know exactly what's oh, you up. You know what it's about. <laughs> it's uh, yeah. And I didn't I didn't tell you guys anything about it. I didn't tell you who this guy was or anything. And Red Ranger, you blew everybody's mind. Yeah. Well, I, I say everybody. I mean me and Ryan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's only three of us. I don't know. Uh, At one point, I had the windows down, so maybe it blew. Well, yeah, you're right. You're right. Somebody else was like, "Man, I can't believe he figured that shit out." He's like, "Damn, you right. you figured out who it was." Which I owned this album for years before I and I, it was. Uh, I think I looked it up at some point. And, like I never figured it out. How did this happen? Uh, how, how, how how did I, your I, I don't like I'm an idiot savant. I don't remember uh, a lot of. Things. Is that is that that spectrum working for you? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> uh, every now and then, there are just things that get stuck in my brain that never go away, and I and the and almost Dropshire's lisp is one of them. Yes, yes. Uh, with the music, like when we had the volume down, I could just barely hear it, and there was a very just his voice was very very familiar. But well, you focus on a lot of voice stuff, anyways, because you are always pointing out voice actors and stuff. Yeah. Like that. Yeah, I have a like minor I, obsession with with voices, yeah, and voice actors and stuff, and so just people that have interesting vocal 
things uh, stick out in my brain, I just remember them. And, yeah, uh, and like you mentioned, it's one of the, the it's the song everybody loves, but uh, I just yeah. it's not a song I ever really think about unless it's Christmas. I gotta tell you, I don't love that song. Really? No, oh, I really man. don't. Yeah, no, I'm I really huge, don't. Really <laughs> no, 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 I love that song. And well, what's funny crank, about it is that shit up. Is that that song? <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like if if the well, I don't I don't even want to talk about it because if it does happen, we we just save that one. Uh, so so moving on from ideas that'll never happen. Uh, you know, Grandma got run over by a reindeer, got picked up by every radio station. Like, I think even 99X played it at one point. Like, oh, it was sure, it was yeah. stupid popular. And it's been covered by... Like, yeah, it's been... It, it's, it's huge. And they did a full animated Christmas special of it. Oh, that's right. Oh, I didn't know yeah. That. yeah. There's yeah. an actual Christmas special. It's Sounds terrible. Morbid. It's, it's yeah. even worse than the song is, but um, it, it's out there. So, Elmo... The guy that created all of this, he had that sweet Christmas special income for years. Like I think they even still show it on like ABC Family yeah, or ABC Freeform like or whatever it's called now. Or... Right, right. Like I, th- I think it still gets played, so he's still drawing money from that. And there is a song. Uh, there's a song on Doctor Elmo sings the booze called Pointy the Pyramid Pumpkin. That is basically. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yes. Only instead of a reindeer with a red nose, it's a pumpkin that's shaped like a pyramid. Yeah. And all the other pumpkins are giving him shit and hassling him. And, like, you're never going to amount to anything. You're never going to have giant holes cut in your head like we all want. You're never going to be gutted and sliced up. Yeah, they wouldn't let him play pumpkin games exactly. And then the end of the song, there's a resolution. The, the witch flies overhead and is like... Oh my gosh, look at that pyramid-shaped pumpkin. That would make a perfect holder for my witch hat. So Pointy gets to live his pumpkin dreams. Because just as the song says, just because you are a pumpkin doesn't mean you can't be something. And I think those are words we can all live by. That's, uh, I mean, that's just... But, but very, very clearly the intent of this song was to maybe score a new seasonal animated special... Oh, totally. Like, I can imagine Dr. Elmo writing this song and being like, this is so great, I can't wait to sell this to CBS and see what the animation looks like. It's going to air right alongside the great pumpkin, Charlie. And then they sent it to him, and they're like, this is dumb. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Uh, but but I lo- that's yeah, one I of the songs like, that I, I genuinely like that dig. Like, I like it. It's a sweet little song. That's a Halloween. Um, yeah. and there's uh, Bad Black Cat. Yeah, that was good. Which, like which is just, it's very, very short. I think it's like 45 seconds or something. <laughs> but it's it's very specifically about Halloween. But he's he Dr. Elmo has placed himself uh, as the, the titular character of the song, the black cat, <laughs> yep, singing yeah. from that perspective. I like that one. And he's going to jack the ripper your couch. Uh, yeah. If you know anything about Jack the Ripper, that's he's going to kill a hooker on your couch. Well, his his his, his claws yeah, that's are. That's not the worst thing that's happened to your couch, Don. <laughs> <laughs> oh goddamn! Uh, this is true. So did did any other were there any tracks that stood out to you guys other than those? Like, because we didn't we didn't listen to the whole thing. Because let's be honest. We fast-forwarded a lot. Well, it went, no, it well not a lot. Like, we, we got a little yeah. bit of each track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the very least. But we, we sort of gong-showed the middle portion, because there are, there are a couple of slower tunes that, you know, you, you, you get the idea. 
Can I talk about my least favorite? <laughs> I, I think you should, because we're going to. Oh, yeah. The, my least favorite is the song about global warming. <laughs> Which is called Global Warning. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's worse. <laughs> he's a big fan of approximate rhyme. Uh, I'm not sure he's aware that it's approximate rhyme. <laughs> he just knows that he couldn't find a word that rhymed, so he went with something that was close. Now, I gotta ask you, is the Werewolves of Progress, is that a thing? No, he made that up. Okay, so he made that up. That's kind of badass, but... (laughs) I mean, when you introduce... That might be an awesome metal band. Yeah, when you introduce the word werewolf in anything... Well, no, Werewolves of Progress, that would be like a prog metal band. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. like they play with... That's that too on the nose. They would would spell (laughs) prog in all capital letters. (laughs) They would they would spell cool with a K. So this yeah this came out in two thousand five when when global warming was really so you'd say yeah they would spell cool K E W L like a yeah. fucking toolbox. In two thousand five. Except they would spell toolbox T E W L. Tool. Oh my gosh. Uh, I think that might be the first. Sean, that might be the first thing you did that was so annoying. I had to say something about it. <laughs> The first of many. Because I like, you know, I try not to be a dick. That's not a short list. But but I have, like, I have like a dam of annoyance. <laughs> and I think you texted me K E W L once, and like there was no little Dutch boy to stick his finger in the the resulting hole of annoyance. So it just came through, and I think I, as I was typing, what the fuck is that? I, in my brain, I was like, no, be nice to him. What are you doing? And I couldn't stop myself. I was like, what the fuck is Kate? That's, what do you, why are you, you're writing. And it's not shorter. It's the same number of letters, only you look like a moron. Why would you do this? And then you gave me some, some long story about AOL or something. I don't remember what it was. No, that wasn't even uh, That was just the internet. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I'm sorry. And I just... I was just once again meaner to you than I really should have been. Oh, it's okay. Over K E W L. Yeah, you, you really should be. That's right. Uh, but I. But that's the significant. <laughs> no. But that's the significance of K E W L. So now, years from now, I'll look back on it fondly, and I'll love that you do it because I'll be like, oh, that was the first thing I. Where I let him know, <laughs> I, I showed him my true feelings. This is the first time we this told him. This before the, the water bottle fanny pack, <laughs> <laughs> which there'll be pictures of oh, at some point. All right, so global man. warming uh, was terrible. The album yeah. came out in 2005 when global warming was really uh, before before anybody realized they should really call it climate change yeah. uh, if they want to be taken more seriously. Yeah, uh, and we're not espousing any opinions on this at all. We're just saying the song, the song was sucks. yeah, the song's terrible. And then shoehorning that heavy a message into a Halloween, a sil- very, very silly Halloween album. Yeah. That was just ridiculous. bad. You know what's going to help this sell at Walmart? A song about global warming. It, it sounds like everything right. on this album was he was just like trying to find something that would stick. That he would, threw everything at the wall. Yeah. Like he's, he probably doesn't give a shit about global warming. He's just like, maybe I don't know. That's him. You know what? It's it's too sincere. Yeah, that's true. To be, to be that. If you write down Werewolves of Progress. Right. You have, mean have it. started to howl. You mean it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the lyric. Sean, was there one that, that stuck out to you beyond what we've... Unfortunately, I don't remember any of the titles. Um, well, you could sing a few bars. I'm I sure. know. No? But that's a bit. <laughs> um, but obviously, the, the slower one in the middle... <laughs> that that we all fell asleep and ran off the road? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was solid. Yeah, I don't even know. There's one about uh, he's marrying... He's getting married, which this one, it's funny... 
because 2005, this this was just a humorous little song, but now it would probably be very offensive. He's talking about how getting married is the scariest thing he's ever done. <laughs> uh, and, and how this woman is, like, terrifying him. It's like, wow. Um, you, you need to get your, your messages together, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, that... Uh, Jeez. There was, a, there was one that was basically the same rhythm as uh, Grandma Got Run Over by the Reindeer, and that's when it clicked in my head when it was. Oh, okay. Yeah, there was one that had that same tempo. Because that was, I noticed, when you said it, it was it was the one that was on a little lower, and yeah, I was like, oh, I, I yeah. I totally hear but that. But it's still mind-blowing that you figured that out. Oh, yeah. Uh, my, th- my favorite one on the whole album is The Fly. That one's really oh, good. Yeah. That's, yeah, like, that legit, one. like, playlist material. Yeah. Like, no, that would get, definitely go on my Halloween playlist. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 upbeat. It's fun. Everyone he loves doesn't. <laughs> um, and the fact that he uses the word proboscis in the song. I didn't catch that. He talks about how the, he has to uh, suck liquid food up his proboscis. proboscis. Yeah. I can't remember how he pronounces what's it. What's the word for the eyes? Oh yeah, he talks about the the eyes. Compound eyes. Compound eyes, yeah. Now he can't check out girls anymore. Because <laughs> um, it's really hard to look in one spot with compound eyes. Yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun. So, yeah, props for the fly. And the hillbilly hoedown one was my favorite. So, so yeah, I, I'm glad I was able to introduce some new Halloween magic into your lives. Because I feel like, honestly, that's something that doesn't happen a lot anymore. Because now you've got all the Halloween countdowns. You've got... Everybody doing their thing, which I love all of it, but it's it's very rare to run across something totally new. Yeah. Now. Yeah, absolutely. And we just did. And and for the listeners, I'm sure you can find this online, or if you, uh, I doubt it's still at Walmart, but you can probably go to Dollar Tree, Dollar General, Family Dollar, any any store with dollar in the name. I bet you could pick <laughs> up a copy of this, uh, or just hit me up. Maybe I'll just send it to you. Whatever. All right. I don't know where this is going, but that was. Our review, the needless commentary review of <laughs> Dr. Elmo Sings the Booze. Let's do it again. Yeah. Half man, half bug. Not the kind of guy you'd want to hug. Most unfortunate case, they call him the fly. In the lab, late one night, something didn't go quite right. Radiation turned him into the fly. Thank you for listening to the Needless Things Podcast. You're the best. You can find the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, or in the ears of a Trader Vix employee. And of course, it's at needlessthingssite.com. Love you. Mean it. Uh-huh. <laughs>